Welcome to a brand new episode of Tao Lake Talk. We are at episode 201. This is Casey. And this is Chris. In case you guys missed our 200th live show episode, you can check that back, um, you know, wherever you listen to, or you can watch it uh, on YouTube and Facebook and all that. But yeah, we had a great giveaway. We're we're getting ready to go into our 10th phase of Don't Forget a Towel and year six of this podcast. I think. <laughs> it all adds up. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're here at episode 201 and... Um, you know, so first things first, unfortunately, we do got to give a moment of respect, uh, for Kentaro, uh, Miura. Is that how I say it? Um, so the creator of, uh, Berserk, um, and the character Guts and all the lore and history that went with that, he passed away at a really young age. Um, unfortunately, 54, it's nuts. So, um, so yeah, we'll give a moment of silence for him and uh, everything that he brought to pop culture. Okay, so if you guys haven't seen the anime Berserk, go out there, uh, watch it, and enjoy it. Um, another really big piece of news is Amazon buys MGM. Um, MGM, the only the huge thing is bond right uh and that franchise and just amazon acquiring more and more in all realms whether it's you know lord of the rings and now james bond and you know that's just wild maybe we'll get a james bond tv show who knows right just i think it opens up the possibilities for more stuff here um not just the home of james bond movies now that we'll only be able to watch them on amazon probably but um you're right why why haven't we gotten a James Bond TV show over because of this the many years <laughs> right it's, yeah it's insane yeah because it was owned it's like MGM and then it's like the broccoli like foundation you know it's and like it's weird it's all mixed up with like a bunch of different people Fleming and like so Fleming obviously wrote it and then I can't remember whoever broccoli it's the daughter now like owns everything with James Bond. I don't know. There's a bunch of rights issues. And I think that was the big issue uh, with us not seeing like, why haven't we seen Friday the 13th? Because like two different companies own it. Unfortunately. <laughs> right. It's in a legal battle that seems to never end. Is that, um, is that why there was that, that weird TV show back in the day? Well, so nothing yeah, to do with it? yeah, it was like, it was owned by Paramount, I think, and then New Line, and then now it's just in limbo. So who knows when we'll see another uh, Friday the 13th. Um, but anywho, hopefully we'll see a James Bond before that. Uh, so, because we haven't talked talked yeah. in a while, Chris, what are you geeking out on right now? Oh, well, I am. Well, I've been playing a lot of, uh, what is it, um, Subnautica. Ooh, the right. new Subnautica, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's definitely uh, below zero. It's called, and it's it's made a little bit more for the PS5 than than the previous one, uh, which we got for free. I don't know if it was from P- PS Plus or was it the free initiative of games they were giving us uh, every month lately. Uh, but if you haven't played that game before and you like these kind of exploration 
um, survival games. Uh, check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and what else have I been doing? Reading D&D lore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and staying caught up on um, my, my Superman comics. And actually the Wonder Woman comic post... Um, future state has been excellent not wonder girl but wonder woman uh as he travels through the, the after afterlife um she's actually in in valhalla right now so it's kind of a neat uh telling of all these different gods and how she kind of mixes in with it and tells a story from there so literally right on my alley and i need to be reading it yeah, yeah that's what i'm telling yeah. you about it right now mm-hmm. um <laughs> Well, that sounds good. Yeah, I same thing, reading a lot of Dungeons & Dragons material. Um, and then I had to binge through Castlevania mm. season... Well, I rewatched all of it and then just finished season four yesterday, which was epic. So, Did you watch Army of the Dead yet? No, I, this was my choice. was like, do you uh. watch Castlevania, the Friends reunion, because I'm a huge <laughs> Friends fan, or do I finish... Or do I watch Army of the Dead? So... <laughs> I'll get there. It's you made your list. choice. <laughs> I made it, and I'm here. So, All the choices are, are are correct. Just watch Army of the Dead, and so we can talk about it. Uh, I know. <laughs> um. All right. So let's get into some Marvel news here, guys. We have first off the Eternals trailer, Angelina Jolie starring Marvel gods and all that good stuff. And I, of course, did not watch the trailer because. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I don't even know. I just didn't. I haven't watched it yet. You've been good about that lately, not watching trailers. And nobody can blame you for that. Um, yeah. What it, did you? <laughs> I did. I did watch it. I like I like to watch them. Um, and I was really interested in this movie to begin with. Uh, so the fact that it just kind of dropped out of nowhere last week uh, it kind of took everybody by surprise because now everybody's like, who are the Eternals? Uh, so... Uh, I actually took advantage of this great deal on Amazon for the like the digital greatest stories told by Jack Kirby, <laughs> The Eternals. Yeah. So, um, three hundred page trade. I'm gonna learn all about it because I never really read The Eternals before. I got more Me of the Jack Kirby's DC stuff, and of course, all of his original stuff with uh, you know like Stan Lee and whatnot. But never The Eternals. Uh, so. Very interesting choice to make this movie. Trailer looks pretty awesome, and it's been a it's been definitely a read so far. Yeah, it's uh it's on my list of things to try to to read before we end up uh, seeing the movie. So, um, okay, Secret Invasion uh, that just keeps adding some more casting. Uh, the latest one is Christopher McDonald, aka. Uh, Shooter McGavin uh, will be joining. Um, Will he be a bad guy? You know, probably. Uh, (laughs) um, What's really cool, too, is like, I don't I don't know if we talked about it. Did we talk about Ben or Kingsley Ben Adair? No, we didn't. He's the main villain. Maybe. Oh, no. I don't remember. So, um, yeah, it's. You know, it's got some good casting. Olivia Coleman's going to be there. Amelia Clark's going to be there. I'm I'm actually really interested in because it's like I don't know what the big thing is. Like obviously we had Thanos forever. And is is it the Skrulls? Is that it? Like is it Kang? You know what I mean? It's like you have a lot of different options. Do they keep it to the TV and movie world? Like what's the Eternals have to do with all this and the Marvels? It's crazy. 
It is. Um, and I don't, I don't want to get too far off the rails, but I do f- kind of feel like they're going to do a couple different things. Uh, I think so. And, you know, not really fast track everything to be one one right so we see perhaps this building up on the tv shows of leading to secret evasion uh we do see some stuff that will play roles in the upcoming movies and whatnot but they're not set so right now i feel everything's fast-tracked for this show um to head into that uh and they can kind of just build up from is a good time to do like a secret invasion storyline since you have 10 plus years of storytelling already um and you can go back and say, "Hey, this person was a scrawl. This person was a scrawl, and right and whatnot." Right. I mean, what a what a great way to bring back like Coulson or something, since you can't make them canon in a TV show they wasted six years on. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who are coming back, though, um, there is supposed to be, and this is weird. So a Disney Plus spinoff set in the Black Panther universe. And Denai Guerrera, uh, she is coming back as a Koye. So they haven't announced officially this sequel, right? Like this spinoff series? I've heard rumorings of a Wakanda TV show. Now, this has been in and out of geek news for a while. Uh, so I wasn't super surprised when I read this. I wasn't also, I was also not really that surprised because they showed up, you know, in in falcon winter soldier uh, right the tie in there of course but to bring um everybody in for a wakanda tv show how do you what do you do with that they're doing wakanda forever right now for the movie theater so does it directly tie into that who knows but whatever man more disney plus shows (laughs) yeah exactly whatever they're doing sure and we'll we will be there um Okay, so these two next pieces of news directly tie into each other. So we got a official casting of Aaron Taylor Johnson as Craven. So everyone's least favorite Quicksilver um, is back in Marvel, but for the Sonyverse as Craven, very weird that we got that announcement. So first, let's just talk about that. What did you What did you think about that? I already kind of said it's weird. In my it's a, it is weird. <laughs> um, but it's not a bad casting. It's not. Uh, I've seen Johnson in a lot of movies lately that I'm just like, oh, wait, is that him? And it is, you know. And yeah, um, I'm surprised by his role. I think that he can handle this role. And I think it'll be fun. I just, what are you, what are you building up now? Um if 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 this next bit of news is true and you're really starting to build out this multiverse idea is is quicksilver uh you know is he craven in another universe you know and and vice versa and do you play on that kind of stuff um it it is a very kind of strange casting scene that this actor has had a role in marvel but so have other people like yeah, right. So it's Evan Peters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And what a waste. So, um, okay. So then the next rumor, and I I would normally just say oh, F man. this, but after reading it, I was like, this could be the greatest for me thing <laughs> cinematically I've ever seen. So right now the rumor is that Spider-Man No Way Home is not 
referring to Spider-Man, but is in fact referring to a bunch of villains, i.e. the Sinister Six, which Craven is a part of, um, cannot get back to their alternate dimensions. So we already have confirmation that uh, Alfred Molina's back as Doc Ock and that um, Jamie Foxx is back as Electro. So is it possible that Thomas Hayden Church does a Sandman? We got Paul Giamatti as Rhino. You know what I mean? Like, does Willem Dafoe come back as Green Goblin in an actual Goblin costume? So it's just, when I read all that, I was like, you know, three Spider-Man and six villains? That evens that out real quick. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, I mean, this this will really kind of tell what kind of fan service they want to do. Yeah. And really the deal that they have with Sony and really put it on, you know, on the chopping block saying if they if they can successfully do a movie and keep it secret for this long um, and kind of lead us into December without knowing that much more. I think that they could accomplish something really great here um, or they could just totally bomb it by not doing any of this cool stuff that everybody talks about. on the back I end. mean, it's like. It's not bombing it, of course, but no. it's like the same thing. Well, with WandaVision, like, right? why didn't you just show Doctor Strange? Like, why did why even did after, cut? Yeah, like show him for 12 seconds. Like, hey, Wanda, come with me, you know, like in the cabin. Like, it didn't have to be anything insane. Uh, but so, yeah, that's I the, hated that excuse. Like, uh, it would take away from her character development. Then put him in the after scenes. Exactly. Like, just to have his voice. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, this is the thing is, like, I'm not, like, why like, say bomb it? Because they, there's all these rumors. Fans buy into it. They stoke the fan, like, the flames of fandom do. themselves, you know? So they set everybody up for this even harder. So I, um, I think it would be the most amazing thing. And just the fact that those, that Alfred Molino, Molina and uh, Jimmy Fox are confirmed that's a lot to begin with. Uh, it is. Take in. So, and we had think, JJ. I mean, right. <laughs> J. Yeah. Jonah James, JJJ, Triple J. <laughs> I, I could see it happening. I, I, I think I that the foe coming back would be one of the greatest things ever. And that's the thing, though, is all these guys, they do it. Mm-hmm. I don't see any one of them saying no. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I think every one of them, it's been such a long time, especially with Raimi at the helm, or, well, it's not Raimi, it's Watts, but I mean, Raimi probably showed up on set. What's he been doing for a year and a half, you know? So, oh, yeah. yeah, it would just whew, probably anyway. help orchestrate the whole thing. Honestly, I mean, if it's like you really wanted to get, you know, um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and all these guys brought back in, like start with the guy who did it all, you know, from the beginning. So why would it why would you just bring him on for Doctor Strange 2 if indeed it wasn't part of this bigger storyline you're trying to tell. Right. So, so the idea itself gives me absolute goosebumps and I'll literally lose my f- mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be a great birthday present for me. On my birthday. <laughs> but I yeah, like, exactly. can't get my jaw off the ground from the popcorn <laughs> floor. <laughs> so, all right. Anyways. Uh, yeah. That'd be amazing. So let's jump over to DC news where sometimes things aren't so amazing, but um, let's talk about Batgirl because we got an announcement of directors for this upcoming film, which has been teased and dragged along, and and we have no idea really what DC wants to do with their movie verse except for making <laughs> movies. So let's start there, right? 
we're, we got a Batman movie coming. Let's do a Batgirl movie because she actually has some time due to her, I think. Proper time due to her on the big screen. Um, so we got Adil L. Arby and Bilal Fala. I might have done my best job with names or not. Um, but they both directed Bad Boys for Life. Uh, you saw that movie. The movie's good effing movie. amazing, man. There. It's so good. It really does do that series justice. So um yeah, it would it would be kinda it would be kinda wild um to see it, especially like they're saying Christina Hodson, uh she wrote Bumblebee, Birds of Prey, The Flash. Oh. Like as writing, like again, it could be a rooter but a rumor, but um that just sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it, exactly. And I think it's, like I said, if you want to get this more diverse superhero world going, and it seems like that's what they want to do, um, lots of lots of good stories to be told without rehashing the same characters over and over again. So, yeah. all right, let's, let's hope for the best there. Now, um, Shazam 2, a.k.a. Fury of the Gods, uh, It's we've had some castings for the villains, some big names, but Mark Strong came out. And so that he's not going to be in Shazam 2. He will not reprise his role even at the end when they when they brought in that in Mr. Mind. Uh, so they try right. to build that up. Uh, so when does that happen? Shazam 3? Yeah, but, you know, what, five years from now? So it's kind of, uh, I get that they're trying to maybe start to really merge the gods thing into this movie, uh, leading to Black Adam and whatnot. But I don't know. I, um... I'm a little surprised by this. Yeah, it's just a waste. Honestly, that's all it is. Um, they started filming. I just saw yep. uh, Pony Smash or whatever the director's name is. It's freaking escaping me right now. But I saw him was uh, gearing up. So, yeah, it's a, it's a waste. You know, don't lose Mark Strong. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's moving over to the Green Lantern show. <laughs> As he should be. <laughs> Right, Maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> then two, we won't be mad. We'll go, oh, okay. Well, well there you go. <laughs> two two great roles for him in DC and he gets right. screwed out of both of them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, it's such a such a strange thing. Mark Strong, I hope there's a Marvel role for you because they'll keep you around for a while. Yeah. Um <laughs> anyways, uh Injustice. I was just thinking about this. Why it has this not been announced as an animated movie? Well, it's going to be an animated movie. So the exciting Tom Taylor Elseworlds video game story um, is coming to the small screen and exactly where it should be, because these movies are great. They can do a lot of good violent stuff in it. And um, I hope that they do just more than the original story for this. They can go deeper into the other comics that were put out. Yeah, I that's the the thing I actually also have to catch up on. I'm like halfway through the series. So I will finish those in time for this. And I would imagine this would be multi-part. You can't do this in one. It's impossible. I would imagine like each graphic novel would be a movie. This is too much. Yeah. They've gotten better about doing part twos and, yeah. and really telling the story. So I hope. But know. this one's massive, man. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like, I don't know, three or four parts, mm-hmm. realistically. Exactly. I think that you could do the core story in one movie if you keep it based around the first video game. But then as you get into the comics where Taylor 
deep dived into that world even more. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Cause it only gets, it gets better after all that stuff, you know? So it gets really crazy. Uh, so I don't know when that's coming out. Uh, we don't have anything to really show from that yet, but it was announced. Um, next up, Fre- Freddie Stroma uh, is cast as Vigilante in the Peacemaker TV show. So Adrian Chase is back, hmm. but not Arrow Adrian Chase. Um, Who did a great I, job, in my opinion. He did. <laughs> he did. I thought the costume looked awesome. Those episodes were really dark and good. And um, But <laughs> I'm ready for James Gunn's Vigilante, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, no. A rated R just out of control. Yes. Very excited. So I know Peacemaker must be coming out later this year, uh, since it is the time with Suicide Squad due out in August. So I'm sh- pretty sure we'll probably see this by winter at the latest, maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see how this uh this relationship between TV and the screen goes. Um speaking of that, uh we got our casting for Alan Scott uh in the upcoming Green Lantern show. And he will be played by Jeremy Irvine. And then you put a little here, director Lee Toland Krieger. Yeah, so he has directed um, a bunch. He did the Riverdale pilot, a bunch Mm. of episodes for that, as well as Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And he also did the pilot for Superman and Lois. So he's kind of sticking around. He's done some Deadly Class episodes, Shadows and Bone. Um so that's pretty big. He's he's definitely he's directed a couple of movies, but he's really hit his niche in television and doing really good episodes. So he is their director uh, for this show. Oh, that's awesome. That's good uh, because this show has to have a pretty big scope. You know, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. cinematic. So and I hope any, it never uh, goes to Earth. <laughs> right? <laughs> never needs to. We can always yep. watch Stay in Oa for a movie. <laughs> garbage. Um, Bebo, uh, everybody's favorite blue teddy bear from Legends <laughs> of Tomorrow, is getting his own holiday special this year. Uh, so check that out. Uh, Legends is back uh, and running currently with season six, I think, right now. So I need to get caught up on all that wonky madness. Yeah, this is uh, cool for you and everyone Definitely. who still watches the show. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, unfortunately, painkiller fans, uh, CW has not picked up that show. Um, it, opt- it did opt to pick up Naomi, which is a great thing, but I really didn't understand why they were going to make a painkiller show itself when Black Lightning wasn't even running its course, in my opinion. It's just, uh, I think they really are doing as much as they can to get away from that universe, from the Arrowverse. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think this makes sense to me. It was weird when it was even announced since it's just a, you know, you're not even going on with the main show. Like, why? Why are you doing this to me? Yeah, I, I felt like they just chopped that show at the end. Like, all right, it's done. Um, yeah. And they actually, actually, that's what I read about the finale. It was very um, packed with closure yeah. where people just felt it was kind of off. So that's unfortunate. Um, but it is what it is. Um, like you said, we see this change of shows, this change of the guard in the CW verse. I think it's going to be better for it because arrow, the arrow versus run its course. And I think there's a lot of other independent shows that can happen out there that are going to be really good for the, for the network as well. So we will see. We will see. 100%. Yeah. Uh, last up, 
two new animated shows were announced uh, by HBO Max in partnership with Cartoon Network. We have uh, Bruce Tim working with J.J. Uh, Abram, Abrams, um, Matt Reeves, uh, and some other big talent from the DC side of things on a new Batman animated show called The Caped Crusader. Uh, very noir looking. Uh, hopefully this is, you know, this is going to get more into his roots, be a little bit darker side of things. Uh, what do you think? I think it sounds great. Um, you know, like you said, a lot of talent behind it. You tell me Bruce, Tim, and I'm already there. Um, so everyone else is just kind of, you know, great to be a part of it. So uh, we'll be watching. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then this, for me, uh, honestly, I think this is sounds like a lot of fun. It's called My Adventures with Superman. Uh, it's going to be starring Jack Quaid from The Boys. Uh, we'll be super, uh, voicing Superman and Clark Kent. And so this kind of follows uh, 20-something versions of Superman, Lois Lane, and Jimmy Olsen. Uh, so we get that more of the fun side of uh, the that storytelling, uh, that trio going around. And I don't know. Uh, it looks it looks anime-like in a way to me. Um, but that doesn't mean anything because anime can range from very violent to extremely goofy so yeah. i mean i can see this being a pretty fun show honestly this is uh i'll watch and see sort of thing i don't know i'm not against it you know at all but it's just i don't know i'd, I'd have to see it and, and see what that's like you know how i feel about superman sometimes i do i do um yeah so that's both of those are headed to us soon it's been far too long since we had some new series so uh it's about time so look forward to that later this year uh but let's jump over to star wars news uh because yeah, yeah. we got nothing crazy this week uh really not at all but the biggest thing right now is that rangers of the new republic is on hold uh which makes sense to me uh in a way i don't know i don't we we don't really know what the direction the show was we can make speculations about people that shall not be named on this show um, and behavior and all that stuff. But honestly, I was excited for this kind of show if it was done right. But when you watch Mandalorian, you see everything they set up. It was really kind of one, a one courts thing. I feel. Yeah. Like you said, we don't know where it was going to be. I, I personally thought it was going to be an X wing type of show. And, um, maybe see Hera, you know what I mean, and cross over into Ahsoka sort of situation. But now, who knows? Now you think it really is dealing with that person, and that's the reason why this is happening. So maybe they'll change it around. Um, but whatever. It's not like we don't have enough good Star Wars that I'm hurting. I know. I mean, just get Sebastian Stan and Donald Glover. Let them <laughs> go on those post-Jedi oh, adventures, gosh. you know? Seriously, They're, they've been talking about him in the comics, kind of setting that stuff up. So, yep. why is this not? Why is this not happening? That's so, like that, Chris. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Dave Filoni, you were named something long time ago, but more recently, no. <laughs> so, um, secondly, today, JJ says Star Wars sequels would have been better with the plan. No shit. I mean, that's it. You know, it's sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, if you guys would have said from the beginning, 
you know what? <laughs> Maybe we should, you know, cohesively create a trilogy together. But, yeah. The fact that they didn't is just so stupid. And that's pretty much it. So weird to me. Very, very weird. Very dumb. Anyways. Anyways, we've we've talked plenty about the sequels in the past. So uh, let's let's jump to a quick commercial and then we'll be right back. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes, too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is Perfect this is Freddy. quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back after those great commercials from DFAT Entertainment, uh, and we're going to be talking about comic books, and let's jump right into Marvel. Uh, quick bit of news here. Uh, John Ridley, who is just taking on the comic world, uh, he's been writing some Batman uh, and some other short stories, but he's jumping over to Marvel, and he's going to be taking over the new Black Panther series, which uh, is really exciting. It's going to be with artist Juan Cabal, and especially for me because um, I love Alex Ross and he'll be doing the covers for them. Uh, so <laughs> what a, what a great package right there. I think I ordered this, right? Did they just come out? Do you? Yeah. 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 It just, yeah. just went up for order. Uh, yep. Yep. So cover is incredible. So keep it going. Freaking Wesley snipes his blades in the corner there. Do you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't see oh, that. Oh my God. Look at that. It. I mean, it is Wesley snipes looks... straight up. Oh my gosh! That's Didn't even awesome. try to change it. Oh, it is. So, and even even like, what's her name? Denai Guerrera is Okoye over on the left hand side. I mean, like, that's what they look like. It's pretty cool. See, bringing bringing reality to the pages of of the comics. Damn. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, that's that's coming out in August. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so take a look at that. Uh, that that'll probably run about twenty five thirty issues, uh, but. I love it. I just think that these acclaimed writers, these award-winning writers coming to comics is a huge thing. So I'm very excited. Very excited. Uh, Over on the DC side of things, uh, we have news of the next Batman crossover within that whole Gotham world. Uh, And it's going to be called Fear State starting in August. Uh, And if you read Future States, you know that the Scarecrow has a lot to do with what happens. Uh, and the lead up to that, which is happening now in the Batman world. Uh, so this is uh, this is all going to start kind of blowing up uh, because we're, we're going to see if they actually get to uh, that future state point, which is only a few years in the future for Batman. Yeah, I'm like, I really need to, but I'm so behind, you know, I was like City of Bane behind. <laughs> Like, that's where I'm at right now in the comics. Um, So eventually I'll do a deep dive as I do every couple of years and I'll binge 100 Batman comics. So I'll I'll get there. I'm excited. And it's all worth it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So 
Yeah, James Tinney in the fourth, uh, doing some great things over at Batman. So check it out, Fear State, this August. Um, the Joker, who for years never had his own comic, never had anything. He's been getting a lot of titles lately. Uh, he's got an ongoing right now by Tinney in the fourth. Uh, but this, this is a new uh, series coming in June. It's called The Joker Presents a Puzzle Box. It sounds super intriguing um, because it's going to kind of tie into uh, the other the other villains in Batman's world. Uh, they say it has shades of Joker's Asylum uh, and, and will be not only... Uh, Matthew Rosenberg will be doing the main writing, but then he's joined by a bunch of other people as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, the storytelling that's going to happen in this, uh, because I love these kind of things. Uh, they just seem a little bit more not in canon. Uh, they're just telling stories just outside of canon in a way. I, I, I don't want to put it that way just to say, but um, when you don't have to rely on storytelling and being cookie cutter, uh, I love it. So this is actually going to hit the DC Universe app first uh, on June 7th, and then prints hitting in August. Yeah, and I like that it's it's limited, you know? Seven issues, like, mm-hmm. collect them all, and like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. That's what I heard. That's it. Uh, um, 2021 is the year of the spawn, uh, as Todd McFarlane declared at the beginning of this year so uh <laughs> we know that spawns universe i think it's called is coming out soon yeah, the one shot yeah. that is just gonna like open up his entire world with new villains and and characters and j scott campbell's doing all four variant covers and the main one so i ordered all those um but now this is actually kind of epic because there's a brand new spawn series coming and it's going to be called king spawn uh, with an all-new creative team, and it's coming out this August, and it is part of the whole Spawn Universe thing. And I'm trying to find our um, our cre- creative team because I don't think it is McFarlane writing this. I know David Finch's name is on the art for something, so that's even more exciting for me. So that is exciting. Um, anyways, check it out, August King Spawn. Uh, lots of good stuff coming from. McFarlane this year, but last up, uh, kind of an offbeat comic here. Uh, it's called The Possessive. It's being hailed as The Grudge Meets Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, and it's going to be by Adam F. Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, rom com uh, horror comic, I guess. Yeah, this could be interesting. It's a Xenoscope. Yep. Um, comics so yeah i you know i like the goldbergs (laughs) yeah so i would at least check out issue number one to kind of see uh what's going on there yeah no absolutely uh so like casey said zenoscope if you guys are into checking out some indie comics check it out check it out so what about crowd sorcery Oh, my goodness. So uh, this is from Pursuit of Plastic Artist, none other than RJ Silvers. He's got a 30 page fantasy martial arts adventure called Raja Hala. It's on Kickstarter right now. It's got 18 days to go. It is currently still funding. So please help RJ uh, reach his funding goals. Um, You know, it just looks like a lot of fun. You know, mm-hmm. and obviously we're a little bit biased that we love RJ's work. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty, pretty pumped 
to uh, see this come to life. He's offering some tiers with some trading cards. Yep. I got the shirt tier. Yep. Uh, you can get a part of the book. The shirt's badass. So, yeah, I mean, he's just he's a really talented artist. And as you guys know, um, you know, from our own stuff at DFAT Comics, you know, you got to support these indie guys, the really, really indie guys, not even the Zenoscope guys. Right. You know, <laughs> like we have no money behind us. Um, you know, to see these projects come to life and, and see this creativity coming out there. So we'll leave the link in, uh, as always, so that you guys can uh, help pledge and, and bring that one to life. Yeah, amazing stuff. Uh, those trading card tiers got me. And then I just kept going yeah. farther down the add-ons, the man. Hole. Add-ons. It's like, oh, a t-shirt? Yeah. yeah, I do need another t-shirt. Uh, so good stuff. Good stuff, yep. RJ. Thanks, Can't RJ. All right, so let's go over to some TV news. Uh, Rick and Morty fans, the Vindicators, are getting their own spinoff series. I think they're in, like, season three. Yeah, they make their premiere in season three of Rick and Morty. Um, so, yeah, they're going to get their own little eight to ten episode uh, series for that. If you like those guys, then I do. They're hilarious, that team. Um, so I'm pretty excited to see a spinoff based off those characters. Yeah, I still just need to watch the main show. You I, do. I'm rewatching that actually right now because uh, it's too funny and it's 20 minutes long, so it's great. Um, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm just like, I just need to do this on my own. Just watch them all. I watch it on my own. My wife refuses to watch this. <laughs> um, all right, so we the Sandman, uh, you know, I think it was last month they released like a buttload of casting news. Yeah. Um, we've got even more uh, specifically Pat Oswalt is uh, coming on. Um, he will be the voice of Matthew the Raven. Uh, and then we've got um, who Tom Sturgis is dream. We've got Kirby Howell Baptiste as death. So yeah. Uh, you know, if you guys have read the comic series, it's just an insane cast that we're getting here. And it's kind of wild that we're going to be getting a live action adaptation of this show coming to Netflix and not HBO max. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy because they're putting a lot of production in like production money into Sandman period lately. Uh, really yeah. just building that world, doing that audio drama. Now this I'm listening I mean, to. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's exciting. So I can't wait to see this personally. That's it. Um, all right, so Miles Teller, who is everyone's favorite Mr. Fantastic, uh, he's <laughs> he's going to be coming up uh, in a show uh, called The Offer, which is centered around the making of The Godfather. Um, I love Miles Teller. I actually think he's a really good actor. Yeah. And yeah. this is a really interesting idea. I like when they do these making of, like Mank. You know, that David Fincher movie that came out last year and, you know, whatever else. So uh, the fact that it's going to be it's Paramount Plus, uh, which I don't have. Oh, um, I do. Yeah. But, you know, I'll see what it's like, you know, doing this. And, and uh, I, w- I would watch this series. So try a it out. show based around making the movie. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, and then finally, in TV news slash video game news, the Last of Us TV show uh, gets a kind of a cool piece of casting because this doesn't happen all well ever that I can actually really think of. Uh, Merle Dandridge, who is the voice of Marlene in the video game, will be reprising her role, but in real life <laughs> on the show. It's kind of wild, right? I mean, <sighs> yeah, it'd be like Eccleson. Or Eckstein or whatever her name is, uh, Ahsoka, like being Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Like you just, it's like when Nolan North is in that commercial, that sweet ass PlayStation commercial, which is like one of the best commercials ever made. And he's playing Nathan Drake. And it's like, right on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Interesting. That'll be, I mean, that's a good, that's a good touch for that show. Yeah. Um, So I'm excited. I'm also excited to try to play that second game for the, last time you know yeah yeah i need to do it um wins game of the year but i can't play it because of covid whatever send a sound to do it go down that dark road yeah um henry cavill is going to be in the lionsgate reboot of highlander with chad stileski who's going to be directing it you know chad stileski from john wick and deadpool 2 so um I don't even know what else to say other than, yup, you know, <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> I, for me, this casting is awesome. I love Hen- Henry Cavill. Finding out that Henry Cavill is actually Scottish is even better. Um, so good. All my brethren, let's bring it back to the big <laughs> screen. Let's do it. I mean, that's geez, it. Yeah. It can only be one. And henry cavill is the one so it'll be i think this is a really great um casting now just now just go and get the kurgan go and get clancy brown oh bring him back he's alive bring him back i mean so is christopher lambert right all these nobody wants to see christopher lambert anymore forget that guy yeah (laughs) i'll take i'll take one i'll take one actor from the original lots of cameo at least Maybe like he could be a taxi. He could be a taxi driver. <laughs> all right, that's fair. Yeah. Pulls up Dan Aykroyd styles a taxi driver and gives Henry Cavill a ride. It's says, nice sword, and then um, Clancy Brown, old Clancy Brown, smashes the cab. That's it. I wrote the scene. I can't wait. Uh, Fear Street, the uh, R.L. Stein novels are getting an epic summer movie event. So there's yes. three Fear Street movies released in three consecutive weeks starting uh, the first weekend in July. Um, I read those books, yep. you know, when I was a kid. Uh, it's helmed by Lee Janiak, who did the Scream TV series. Um, and it, those movies span 300 years. What? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're one crazy bloody summer. So, yeah, 94, 78, and 1666. What? Oh, it goes back in time. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm there, man. I, I loved those books when I was a kid, and I don't know what the rating is because I want to say that, like, Sabrina was TV 14, and the yeah. shit that was on that show was, like out of control so if if they can do that kind of thing i'm all about it yeah i mean it's it's still paid you know what i mean it's it's a premium service if parents are letting we can't just be like that's rated r you know how that turns out so um yeah what a cool idea all on netflix this july huh that's it wow awesome Um, yeah i'm down 
We knew that the uh, Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus uh, were getting a reprisal, but now we know that all three, uh, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy, are going to be reprising their roles um, for a Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know if it's a movie. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a movie. And <laughs> it's going to come out next year. Um, so, yeah, that's happening. If you're a Hocus Pocus fan, then there's more Hocus Pocus coming. <laughs> Heck yeah. Very, very popular movie uh, amongst many people. So oh, yeah. I don't know why it's taking this long, but hey, we're in the we're in the re- not the reboots, but the revivals. Re- yeah, exactly. Which are even better. So very so, exciting, except for this next one. You, well, right. Yeah. So I'm Timothy, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet is going to be playing Willy Wonka in a new origin tale from Warner Brothers. Um, OK, I, I don't think anyone cares <laughs> I that's it that's really all I got you know I love the first one and I am one of the rare people who don't hate the Johnny Depp uh, mm-hmm. Tim Burton movie but at the same time I don't really care about seeing another Wonka representation no me neither so good Good for you, and maybe I'll probably watch it. But what I will watch 100% yeah. is there will be a new Evil Dead series on HBO Max. Uh, this time, you know, Bruce Campbell's back. Uh, or no, he's not back, right? Not a series either. It's a, it's a sequel to the original movie, right? Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. It's, a, it's something between a reboot and a sequel, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the 2013 movie. So they yes. go into the city... Yeah, I don't really understand. I mean, the whole team, everyone's coming back. Rob Tappert and Sam Raimi, they're, they're going to be producing it and everything. Um, I loved that reboot. It was epic. It was one of the scariest movies I've seen in some years. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think that the Evil Dead world has a lot of different ways to go. And it will always be good, honestly. The TV show is great. It was fun. It was Ash centric, right? So that, that yeah, side. the TV and show was all, and it was a sequel to to the movies, exactly. Um, so, and like you said, that re that remake was great, uh, surprisingly great. So, I, I just you know whatever you want to do, Sam Raimi's involved, like you said. So, really, really excited to see what what will happen here. Exactly. Uh, so let's go on to our second commercial break and we'll be right back. Defet Comics is the publishing branch of don'tforgetatowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. Defat Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream, cream ale. Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much, leading to discussions about political philosophy? If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the tavern for a pint. A few laughs. And some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. <laughs> A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind. 
Search for The Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today. He managed to make Trump look good on something. It's like, bad. We are back after those commercials, and let's talk a little bit about gaming today. Uh, just a couple real things here. I mean, we could go into hours of talking about Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West videos, but um, no, let's, let's not do that. <laughs> um, Let's talk about Goonies Never Say Die, uh, a Funko game. Uh, so Funko's been producing these these really cool board games. They have their own uh, ones with like pops and stuff like that, but they also do team up with companies like Prospero Hall. Uh, and this this honestly looks like a lot of fun. It's hard not to buy these uh, these games, uh, but you know things are opening up again, so why not? Yeah, now that we're getting more opportunities to actually see people in person, um, you know, it, it it makes you want to spend a lot of money in games <laughs> like I just did today. Uh, so, yeah, you know, huge Goonies fan from way back. Uh, this is th- this is one of those things like, you know, when Target does those sales that are like 40 percent off games, like I'll pick it up, you know, during one of those things. It's kind of yeah. cool. Buy, buy two, get one free, whatever. Exactly. That happens. So. Um, then out of nowhere, uh, we got a Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl game, <laughs> very similar, like River City Ransom and, and all the great classics like that from the past. Uh, and I was almost all about buying this just to play it, but you're right. I can wait till it's five bucks, but it is cool. This came out, uh, you get to fight the Easter bunny, you get to fight. What's the mall guard's name? LaFores. Exactly. So, um, very looks like a good time uh and i'm hoping to play this maybe as a side entry this year (laughs) yeah this is something like you know for the switch you know it's perfect you know like pick up and go however you want to you know you know it's probably like a three hour game or something like that so yeah eventually five bucks i'll I'll get it for sure 100 percent. and um what what time is it oh my gosh it's time for the pursuit of plastic All right, toy hunters and action figure enthusiasts. Uh, not too much today, guys, really. Um, I've been waiting for the Mondo 1-6 scale Masters of the Universe Hordak figure. It did drop this week. Uh, it looks beautiful. The pricing is a little questionable at times as it's gone up <laughs> to hot toy pricing. Considerably. Considerably, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll get to that in a second. This figure looks great. I did end up getting the exclusive version, uh, which actually sold out in minutes. Uh, so these are only like five dollars more. Yeah, it's for the weird. accessories, it's yeah. worth you know it was um, it's worth it. I think uh, some yeah. of the stuff. I was surprised with this that it was more of his weapons in the other packs. It's been like the cosmic key and some other weird things that are are neat. You know, like you wouldn't get, but instead they gave like his his cannon arm, which I always kind of feel like. That should have been a normal accessory and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Where's where's Imp? Uh, little complaints like that, but it looks amazing. Hopefully, because of the size and the sculpting, it's worth that much more money. But yeah. I will have to make that dis- determination. <laughs> yeah, it do- I mean, it does look great. And of all the ones that I would probably get, that this actually is the one other than like Skeletor. But yeah, it's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, and we uh, they've been teased. They teased a lot last year of what's coming. So I'm happy that 
that they're still doing this this line. It's, yeah. it's actually a team up with Mattel and and more. So uh, I'll I'll share pictures of that when that comes in later this year. Uh, but you can actually get the regular version on all the fan channels right now for the pre-order. Uh, so that's that's something. Oh, you know what I forgot to put in here? Solomon hmm. Kane Mezco. Oh yeah, that's, what that's... The other... I knew there was a Mezco. I couldn't. I don't know. Yep, that's right. So I think I think this is actually not up for pre-order anymore. Uh, there was a pre-order window for this, right? So this was a Mezco exclusive, and it was kind of out of left field because they did not preview this figure at all, right? I no. Remember. I mean, it was very brief on social media. Yeah, you're right. It's on. You got to get on the wait list. I have a feeling, though, if you were to join the wait list for this, you'd get it. Absolutely. Yeah, um, because it is such a weird it's not coming out for literally a year. So, yeah, I mean, they were allowing you to buy six pieces each. Um, and I mean, they closed. They physically closed that window themselves. Yeah. Which I've seen them do in the past. So. This is a neat figure. I think a lot of the accessories are really nice with it. The the clothing is awesome for many different uses. Yeah. But now it's like um, it get, comes with his hair. So now he can do like different hair sculpts. He can move his hair pieces around. Of course, um, of course you can. Right. So now he's got hair plugs for your action figures and whatnot. So a neat little gimmicky thing. I like the design of it. I picked it up. Uh, so looking forward to that. Yep. Me too. <laughs> Uh, and then last up today, uh, Lego has revealed actually their biggest set of all time. I, I'm from what I'm reading. Um, they are putting out a world. It's called Lego Art World Map, boasting over a th- eleven thousand pieces, the most in a set ever. Pretty, pretty crazy, honestly. Um, I'm a big map person, atlas person. Uh, so this was this kind of intrigued me, uh, especially since they do like. The way they do it, uh, like mapping the ocean floor with depth, uh, you can also also put your own unique patterns on there and stuff. But for the price of two hundred fifty dollars, is this something I would buy and hang on my wall? Possibly, possibly. Well, the thing that I liked about it is that you could put in like where you've been. Like that's the mm-hmm. point. Like oh, you can you've been to Europe, these places, blah blah blah. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. 270 or, or whatever you know i'd probably spend it on a star wars toy but or star wars lego um it is cool honestly it's it's pretty neat and i am debating it, it comes out in august in retail so if i saw it at a shop quite possibly you might see it at my house <laughs> yeah and then you can get it uh exclusively at lego starting june 1st so if you want to get on that before it hits you know wide you can do it but yeah it's funny like i would um I used to buy like stretch canvas maps and then put pins in mm-hmm. where I visited. So this is kind of a neat idea, too. Uh, so very interesting. I might have to do it just for that reason alone. Uh, but that's it, guys. That is that's it for today's show. Uh, some great news out there. But where uh, where can you find us, Casey? Oh, my gosh. We are at defatentertainment.com, defatent, uh, <laughs> all over you know, the Instagrams and Twitters and all that kind of stuff. So uh, we've got a whole podcast network filled with all sorts of different uh, topics and ranges of categories from more pop culture news to politics to just plain 
buffoonery. So <laughs> you can find us all over. <laughs> buffoonery. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying don't forget a towel.